Hello, welcome to Good News Geek. My name's John and with me is Matt. Hey, how you going? Good, thanks Matt. And uh, when I say with me, I don't mean it in the complete literal sense, uh, as you are currently beaming in via Skype. Yes, we're um, we're pulling the teenage girl routine and we've called each other and we're going to be <laughs> gossiping for the next half an hour about uh, all the boys and the makeup and uh, maybe instead pop culture. Yes, well, there are some boys in makeup in pop culture. There is. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's technically accurate. Uh, yes, yeah, so you couldn't be with me tonight. You had family commitments. How dare you have a family and how dare you be committed to them. Uh, I've already told them that I am disappointed in them. <laughs> good. That's very good. I'm glad we know where things stand now. Uh, we have a lot coming up in today's show, Matt. There's been lots happening. So, um, to name a few, we have Star Wars. Um, more info's come through. And that new sneak peek that they released in D23. Um, we'll have a quick chat about Supernova coming up. They have some big guests. Joker, that um, came out in... Oh, sorry, the trailer came out, I should say. Yes. And big news regarding The Matrix. And Ooh, yes. Spider-Man gets sprayed by a big can of Raid that is Sony Corp. So yeah, that's that's, um, <laughs> that's a bit disappointing news that we'll, uh, we'll have to get into a bit more in a minute, I think. Yes, exactly. So, well, look, we'll start... Uh, and you have some some gaming news as well. Yeah, that, a little uh, bit of gaming news just to, to sprinkle on top. Don't want to forget. Obviously, that's not my area of expertise, so I quickly forget about it, but that's okay. I am trying. I've been playing you games more you recently. You are very trying. <laughs> yeah, people know that. The people that listen. So your mum and dad, uh, they know, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, um, we'll start with Star Wars because the Rise of Skywalker sneak, well, not sneak peek, but it was just like an additional look. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the D23 trailer. Yes, and uh, some of that footage has um, got people talking. And uh, before I talk about those things, I just want to say that with this movie, I'm really conflicted because um, I I don't know where where to to put my hopes and dreams. Whether I should go, this is going to be you know, am I going to get the fairy tale of a lovely ending, or is this just going to be another dumpster fire? And at least I'll be relieved when this nightmare is over. I'm kind of wavering between the two. I'm not sure where I find myself. Yeah, well, one way or another, they've said that this ends the Skywalker saga, whether it's a good or bad ending. Um, mm. So we are done from now on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit the same. Mm. The trailer showed a few interesting things, which I'm skeptical about. Well, we'll cover that in a minute. Yeah. We'll cover that in a minute because that, that definitely deserves to be talked about. If you're going along the same lines that, that I am, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that things go along well. I would be very disappointed if at the end of it, it says, and Sheev Palpatine woke up and he realized it was all just a dream. <laughs> you know, that would be, well, at least he could then write off, um, the, uh, last Jedi. Yes. So that's it. We can just erase <laughs> it's just that from history. Just a terrible, terrible dream. Um, so that's came out. Now, I think what you're referring to was Dark Ray. Dark Ray is exactly what I was referring to. And Dark Ray is not some kind of um, uh, darkly coloured sea creature, um, but it looks like that uh, from the, the footage there is an image of a dark side version uh, of Ray. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not sure that um, that's totally legit. I think they might be deceiving us a bit there. What I'm suspecting and I'm I'm hoping is that it's going to be one of those fake outs where it's going to be sort of like Luke in the Force Cave fighting an evil version of himself kind of a thing. Mm, mm. So so like um an interaction with her with a, a Force what 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 do you call it? an apparition 
Yeah, like yeah. a yeah, a vision of of her turn to the dark side that uh, she has to overcome, or um, possibly uh, swallow has to uh, overcome. Yeah, and look, uh, <laughs> I got asked this question actually at work. Um, a colleague of mine ran over to me, and uh, she said. Oh, you don't think Ray's going to turn to the dark side? Are, are you kidding? This is Disney's princess. They are not going to turn her to the dark side, but it's likely to be a vision or some, si- so, some sort of um, thing like that, some force mystical thing. Yes, yeah. They're, they're definitely not going to have her. Even if she turns, it'll be a temporary turn, and then she'll uh, she'll come back to the light as uh, Disney will. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. And the, the other thing was uh, the lightsaber, the, uh, the dual-bladed hinged lightsaber. What do you th- what I are your can, thoughts on that? Um, I um, you have you seen Rebels and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you've you've seen that before in in the cartoons. A lot of people haven't seen it because a lot of Star Wars fans skip the animated stuff for some reason. Yep, uh, which they shouldn't. It's awesome. Yes, it's um, better than some of the movies. Yeah, yeah, much better than some mm. of the movies. Um, so it's interesting to see it in there. I purely think they only threw that in there as a Hey guys, there is cool stuff in the animated stuff. You, if you'd watched it, you would have known about this lightsaber before. I don't <laughs> think it's going to have any impact on the uh, the movie whatsoever, other than the fact that it was a bit of a gimmick to draw people's attention. Yeah, and look, to be honest, the design looks horrendous. Not only is it hinged, which is when when she opens it up, you see her whole body shake from the effort of holding it in place. Yes, um, is that each individual kind of portion is one and a half lightsabers already. So it folds out into like a three lightsaber long yeah, staff. Yeah, it's like a lightsaber staff. Yeah, and then like the additional one meter blades on each end. So that's a significant size. Yeah. Um, it's, it's certainly longer. The handle is certainly longer or appears to be longer than Darth Maul's. Oh, it's, um, it's about double the size by yeah, the looks of and, and longer, much longer than the um, than the temple guards, which had the fold out ones um, in Rebels. Mm. So, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate the stupid design. I hate that she ignited yes. it first before I'm... Anyway, uh, now how 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 nerdy geeky should we get into this and start talking about the fact that it was a red lightsaber too, uh, and the fact that Star Wars canon now, the lightsaber colors uh, mean specific things, especially the red ones that I think they got into into Rebels and a few books that the lightsabers only go red when a Sith user essentially corrupts a light side lightsaber and yeah. bends it to their will. Yeah, so basically what happened um, in Rebels is that to form the, the red blade is that they um, use the dark side of the force, uh, whoever it is, um, uses the dark side of the force and basically imbues it with pain, suffering and all their hatred and whatever um, and that corrupts the crystal. Now, I'm not sure whether, because um, with Kylo's it's not a nice smooth red blade, like we're used to seeing, it's that kind of um, sparky, unstable. unstable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure why that occurred. Perhaps it mir- merely mirrors the person that uh, that uh, did the job. But um, yeah, it, it certainly appears to be that way. I mean, that's how they create their red lightsabers. I think back in um, original canon, um, the reason they were red is they were actually forged um, or grown. The crystals were grown, um, not naturally using the dark side of the force and science. Um, yeah, there's there's been a couple of different ones I've read sort of back in the, the now legends. One was that, that they were sort of yeah, artificial. Um, another one was that they were, all the red lightsaber crystals came from Korriban um, and that 
growing them on that planet caused them to be red. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was in all the, the games and stuff like that, that's no longer canon. It's essentially, it was just a, a color. Like Lyos have had two crystals in it. One gave it power, one gave it color. Mm. Um, and you just chose what color you wanted to put in it. Yes, from a catalogue, lightsaber catalogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, things obviously like that do change, and they can change even when the um, old canon was in place. I mean, it could change from book to book. So, you know, it's never never 100%. But, uh, yeah, so that is, that is a bit geeky. So, you know, yeah, I, I think we, I we, we haven't we lost half of our audience this there. One. Um, now, obviously, you hear the Emperor's voice also in this one. Um, it doesn't reveal any additional information as to what role he plays in it. But, you know, as, no. as a long-time fan, you could call me, I'm pretty excited, though a bit nervous. You're, because a, you're a fan of some of his ideals and uh, <laughs> his policies? No, I think he's an absolute slime. But I would like to see, because in the old canon, he didn't die at the Death Star, um, and it looks like this is going the same way. I want him to be concluded in some way, because mm. I'm sick of him hanging around like a bad smell. Let's get on to other bad guys. I understand yes. he's the most powerful dark force user ever. Um, but there's, you know, until the next one. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to see him back or hear him back. We're not sure what role he'll play in the movie. Um, in fact, he might not even be there in reality. If you know what I mean, it could be voice visions, a ghost, who knows? Yeah. More, my money's on a ghost at this stage. Um, probably like a, a bunch of, um, the uh, the light side and dark side force ghosts coming back to uh, instruct Ray as it is. Yeah, and it's certainly not Casper the friendly emperor. No. So um, yeah, that should be very very interesting. I just hope that they don't ruin things because you know, whenever they introduce something from the past that we love and we saw this in the last movie, there's a potential that they'll ruin it <laughs> uh, Our, for fans. Um, should should we go into the uh, the rumor and the memes of uh, Darth three PO at the moment? <laughs> have you seen those? I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen those, but I'm not surprised, uh, given so, his beautiful red eyes. Yes, yes. So there has been a, a screenshot of the red eyes, um, and uh, they were saying that uh, the last movie he had the red arm. Now he's got the red eyes. So uh, there's yeah debates on whether he's just completely blazed or if he's uh, been the Phantom Menace all along since he has been in every single movie. <laughs> Without a doubt, he's just um, Stone Three PO. Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, I think he might be um, hitting something too hard, and uh, it's finally showing. And that would, exp- you know, he needs something to cope with all the trauma he's seen. Like you said, he's been in all movies after all, and seen all well, that war, death, destruction, and all those things. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows where that goes? But I'm pretty excited. Um, December can't come fast enough for me, and uh, yeah, bring that on. If you are looking forward to this movie, or perhaps you're a little bit unsure, perhaps you're worried that Disney might do a Disney, and uh, ruin things forever. <laughs> if that's you, drop us a line on our Facebook page because I'd love to chat about it. So coming up to November, Matt, we have Supernova in Adelaide, South Australia. Yes, uh, we're hoping to get in there uh, as media. Um, <laughs> that's uh, a very generous... Hey, Super- hey, Supernova, if you're listening, which yeah. you're not. <laughs> well, that's um, a pretty generous thing to call us media. We uh, Yes. Yeah, but... So you've applied for media passes, so that'll be great. Yes, that's it. So we, we probably won't hear until uh, maybe the week or so beforehand, but uh, regardless of that, we're going to try to get down there. Yes, because there's a couple of big names. Um, starting off with the big one that was recently announced is John Travolta. 
Um, yes. It doesn't get much more famous than that, to be honest. It's a pretty big no, name. No, with his, his obviously most famous and well-loved movie, Face Off. <laughs> I'm not sure that's his most well-loved. <laughs> um, but uh, obviously in Pulp Fiction, he was wonderful. Um, and the classic Grease. I've never mm. really, I've not seen that movie from start to finish ever. I've tried to watch it and gone, no, this is rubbish. Yeah. I've seen well, a couple. Maybe, maybe oh. you've got a, a month or so to watch it before we get down there. No, I don't think that'll be necessary. I'm sure I can do some research online. There might be a short course or something. <laughs> just, just so, um, you know, if um, the stars were to align or we had um, some very powerful tranquilizers on us, we might be able to kidnap him and interview him. But I don't see that happening. But you never know. Um, we also have Billy Zane from The Phantom and Titanic. Yes. Um, and, you know, he, he's another name that, that's pretty big. Um, yeah, he's, um, he's quite, uh, quite the famous actor. So it's uh, interesting that he's decided to come out to Sleepy Old Adelaide. Well, he hasn't been in a lot recently. So perhaps he's got nothing else better to do. And someone said, hey, Billy, if we throw some money your way, will he come to Adelaide? And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he'll be there, um, which is great. And Jason Isaacs from... Star Trek Discovery, not that you would know about that man. No, of I, I honestly had no idea he was in that. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter, though. Yes, he was in Harry Potter. Lucius Malfoy, of course. Um, fantastic. Um, it was great, and actually, in both shows. Uh, Mark Shepard, who um, from Supernatural, Battlestar Galactica. Um, he's a pretty well-known face. I'm not sure what else he has been in, but it, he's one of those ca- guys that has probably been in everything. Yeah, so he's, I could he's say a, something he's a good and be character fine. Actor. Yeah, so um, he's in it as well. There's a few other names I'm not really quite sure. Perhaps you could help me out there, Matt. Yeah, so we've got Amy Acker, um, who was in Angel and Dollhouse. She was quite good in both of those. Um, another Angel slash Buffy star, Julie Benz. Um, <laughs> we've got um, probably somebody you're familiar with, um, Adam. I can never pronounce his last name. Oh, from Power um, Rangers Ninja. Two, two mine. He was, uh, he was in Power Rangers, um, and uh, a bunch of terrible, terrible uh, gymnastics Australian ABC gymnastics movies that oh, my really? daughter is obsessed with. Oh, fantastic! Uh, and probably mostly well known at the moment for the natural gas ads. Oh, is that him? That's him. I know the guy. I know him from the yeah. ads. I didn't know he there was in go. Power Rangers Ninja Storm. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. That's amazing. It should be I'm under sure here. I'm sure he hates. I'm sure he gas absolutely ads. hates that he's known for that now. <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. I can't believe that. Okay, so th- this is a guy that my wife and I used to pay out for ha- for for those ads because they were terrible ads. But I guess no ads are really good these days. So, but uh, that is hilarious. That is really hilarious. You have um, made my and night. The last one I'll mention is um, Jen Brown, who's a uh, voice actress. Um, she's, uh, done quite a few things. Um, Ruby at the moment is quite popular. Um, she, uh, voices, uh, Pira Nico in that, um, as well as many, many other voices. And she was in Red versus Blue. Like Red versus I'm Blue, which with. I'm a, uh, a big fan of. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it'll, uh, it'd be interesting, uh, to, uh, yeah, to see her down there and, uh, hear some of the voices in person. Yeah. And look, if you're wanting to get along to Supernova, you might not be able to get media tickets. However, you can buy them and attend the Adelaide Showground at Goodwood Road, Wayville on Saturday, November the 2nd, which is the first 
main day and Sunday, November the 3rd. Um, and of course, uh, there is a small session on the Friday evening. Usually there's a, a bit of a meet and greet and um, some sort of panel. Um, so if you're interested, get down to that. Um, go to the website at supernova.com.au. And if you can't get media tickets, don't worry, we probably can't either. <laughs> yes. Like I said, media is a pretty generous term for us. So make sure you get down to that. Check it out. And uh, if you're wanting, you know, I, I was always thinking, actually, Matt, in regards to the people that come to these things, it's like, oh, I wish XYZ would come. And I remember one year, um, Jonathan Frakes um, and, oh, for goodness sake, uh, oh, my goodness, his, his, head, his name was just falling out of my head. Captain Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Sir Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Every time I went to I went to remember his name, all I could think of was um, Neil Patrick Harris. So, <laughs> which is a little very bit different. different character, but I would <laughs> like to see him play the captain. Anyway, um, when he came, he came into Melbourne, and I wasn't able to get out there, and I've just been hoping for the day that he would come. So, why don't you drop us a line on our Facebook page? Tell us what you look forward to most for Supernova, and who you're hoping they'll bring out next. So, John. Mm. Games. <laughs> yes, games. Games are good. They're fun. Games are games are good. Um, there's a few things coming out this month, which uh, I'm pretty excited about. Um, probably the biggest one uh, is Borderlands 3. Um, that actually comes out September 13, so not very far away at all. Okay. Right. Um, uh, I loved the first couple of Borderlands games. Didn't play much of the, the, the technically the third, the pre-sequel it was called. Um, but so yeah, the first two, I had a lot of fun in, so I'm really looking forward to number three coming out. Okay. Um, we've also got, um, uh, destiny two expansion. Apparently that's still going. Um, I sort of gave <laughs> up on the last one. We'll believe when it, we'll believe when it comes out see what it's yeah, like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a lot of games coming to devices that it wasn't before. So dead by daylight, which is a great horror game is coming to the switch. Okay. Um, uh, a few other things like that. Um, there's a uh, uh, Siders and a Dragon Quest coming to Switch, um, which Dragon Quest is a great um, JRPG sort of game. Um, uh, FIFA 20, I believe, is coming out in September. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm missing. Uh, Gears 5, I think, um, okay. is coming out as well, which is probably another big one. Um, but the thing I'm most excited about came out last night at midnight. Uh, and I wasn't awake to buy it for that reason. I was working, but I bought it the second it came out. And I promised you that I'm not playing it right now. Yeah, well, uh, I did see your Switch in your hand earlier. I paused it while we're you talking. You paused it. I paused it. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. I know every time we talk about this, I'm just playing an old remastered game again. Yeah, what is it with you? Final you, Fantasy. You're going to lose the young demographic. You're going to be playing all these games they've never heard about before. What's going on? Final Fantasy games are my bread and butter. Like they were the only games I could buy as a kid that would take me more than a sitting to beat. Um, and this is back in the day when I couldn't afford them, so I'd go out and rent them. And you got to really make it worth it. You don't want to rent a game for a weekend and then beat it in a couple of hours and then go, well, what do I do now? Yes. Um, so Final Fantasy was great for that. And Final Fantasy VIII was always my favorite. Like most people, you know, they like seven. Um, eight was always my my favorite game. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's just released. So exactly the same gameplay, but they've just updated the graphics uh, and it looks pretty. Okay. And just a, just a quick note for our younger listeners who we hope are listening. Um, renting a game actually meant you went to a store 
where they had physical copies of games on a disc usually or cartridge if you know you're that way inclined and you paid money to have it temporarily in your possession is that accurate do you think that that is very accurate i know there is a lot of foreign concepts to uh, <laughs> a lot of our younger viewers um the biggest foreign concept is probably a store to them yes that's right um, exactly and yeah. physical media what is that but at least there's no dlc <laughs> no, no, exactly. You, you bought the game and you the game. If it was broken, it was broken. There was no patching. Yes. As so, uh, yeah. Speaking of broken, you did fade out a little bit there, but uh, that's okay. Just that's reminding right. people that you are currently at home, um, not in the studio with me. So, yes, please bear with us. If there are any glitches like that, you're just going to have to put up with it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds enlightening. Thank you for keeping us up to date with the games, Matt. So we have a new Joker movie coming out, Matt. We do, yes. Um, we've just rewatched the trailer to uh, familiarise ourselves with it uh, a little bit more. Uh, and, yeah, I think we're both under the agreement that it uh, it does look good. Yes. So there are a few things. I, I find this actually quite creepy compared to other over-the-top um, Jokers we've had in the past. Obviously, you had Jack Nicholson's Joker, who was um, very much like the original 60s Joker, but a little bit more serious, if you could put mm. it that way. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker, obviously iconic. Um, yes. But very much larger than life, over the top, um, absolutely comic book uh, villain. Yeah, exactly. It would have been hard to continue him on as sort of like a regular character with how insane he was played. Yeah, and th there was only going to be one end for that Joker because when you you come out and you're you're that you know that much over the top there's only one way it's going to end i'm not sure it's going to be in an asylum um what i like about this portrayal at least from the tra the trailer and obviously it's too early to comment completely but um it doesn't look overly he doesn't look overly insane he looks no it is it is very calculated he's he's planned all this yeah, it's as he looks a little bit unstable but from the mm. casual observer you wouldn't. He just looks like the average guy on the street. Um, obviously, looks a bit like a bit of a loser, and clearly that um, forms part of his eventual psychosis, presumably. Um, but yeah, he just looks like a weird guy down the street, and that for me makes him even more terrifying because that could be anyone. He does. Um, before we do get too far into that, though, I just should point out that we did forget a Joker in your intro. Yes. Uh, you didn't mention Jared Leto. Don't say that name. <laughs> <laughs> He's are, not the are Joker. We, are we uh, ignoring his existence again? We are ignoring his existence. And obviously okay. I didn't um, uh, mention um, Hamill's Joker either because he was in animated and, and games. He, he They're is, meant to be is. over the top. You know, it's, and, and He's there's a no, fantastic Joker though. Yeah, and you can't, you, can't, you can't measure them on the same field. So I no. left him out specifically. We're just referring to movies in this regard. Um, so yeah, this, this, the tone of the, the trailer... Is a bit more like less of a comic book movie and more of a psychological thriller. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's also just very depressing to watch, I think, <laughs> by the looks of it. Yeah, he's obviously like, not having a great time with life. No, probably not like a Valentine's Day movie or a romantic date movie, I, I think, possibly. I think if your date takes you to one of these movies, uh, you should be worried. Yes. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought, you know, is this the best way to make – a realistic, scary film involving a supervillain, I guess if you want to use that term, 
uh, in a way that doesn't affect the main cinematic universe because I believe this movie is a standalone and won't affect, um, you know, DC Comics universe, even though that is being rejigged and all that kind of turmoil is happening. But um, you don't have to have, in this situation, an over-the-top, unbelievable villain. You can have one that is nuanced and real and a bit more scary. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. Um, and, yeah, not having having him have to go up against superheroes obviously makes it a little bit easier for him to be more of a uh, bigger character on his own, to have uh, mm. sort of, you know, the, that, that psychological aspect to it rather than just a this person could kill me in a single punch, sort of a, you know, <laughs> running away scared kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's a bit like we're giving – giving the Joker his own story, that he is his own character. He's not just um, there to enable Batman, but he has his own journey as well. And I think I'm yes. looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I mentioned while we are watching the trailer that I'm not entirely sure how I feel about the uh, little bit of a romance aspect that they've thrown into it. Mm. Um, because, I mean, historically, the Joker's had no interest in that whatsoever. Mm. Um, you know, to the fact to the point where Harley Quinn's throwing herself at him and he uh, couldn't care less. Mm. And I just wonder if perhaps he starts off with feelings, even though a lot of them are dark, perhaps he's got that, um, you know, he's at a crossroads and mm. perhaps that romance, something happens there that finally turns him in the other direction. I think um, that could be a powerful, because uh, everyone's been hurt in some way. In a relationship, it hurts more. Um, it, you can only imagine what it must feel like if you were to lose uh, a loved one, if, if that was going to happen in this movie. I'm not saying, obviously, that it is. Um, but that could be a trigger to take someone who is unstable and having really bad internal thoughts and then deciding to actually live them out. Mm, maybe he just had one too many bad Tinder dates. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean... That could tip someone over, that's for sure. And now he'll have to use a separate dating app, which is um, for serial killers and disturbed individuals. And rather than going out on a date, you just go out on a murder. So a dating app for serial killers, you mean Tinder? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So nothing's different there. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited uh, about this movie because it's a little bit different. It's change of pace. Um, this is a movie where you, you don't mind it getting gritty because a lot of the issue with DC is that they're... Flamboyant superheroes are getting too gritty and real. This is an opportunity where you would expect that from this character and the tone will match the character, whereas having Superman being moody and brooding did not work. No, it just sort of put everybody down for no reason. Yeah, that's right. If you want to go, um, you know, you don't expect to go to a Superman movie and leaving the place depressed. Um, you're meant to feel full of energy, joy, happiness, all that kind of stuff. Leaving a Joker film, well, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. And if you are excited, or perhaps you're dreading it because no one can stand up to your favourite Joker of choice, drop us a line at our Facebook page. The Matrix has been reinstalled. It has been reloaded. And it Wait, no, that was the old one. That's right. That's why I said reinstalled. When I, when I wrote out my notes and I put a title on it, I did write reloaded initially. And I thought, no, I can't have that. That's been done. And that was the beginning of the terrible fall of quality in these mm. movies. Um, but that aside, um, it has been reloaded and it's put on a Windows 10 machine. So it might last a little while um, before it crashes. This is breathtaking. Keanu Reeves is back. 
He is breathtaking. <laughs> He's become a bit of a, a nerd god as of late, hasn't he? I, I absolutely love him. He is a very genuine and friendly guy, and the movie series he's in is fantastic. Um, I mean, to the point where a game that's coming out soon, um, he's playing a big part in that. Like, he's given his likeness to it, and he voices one of the characters in it, and I'm super excited because it's Keanu Reeves. That's right. And, and yeah, I mean, he's um, he's become very popular, obviously, in the pop culture sphere, but you know, a lot of people, they know him from The Matrix and even back in the early days, and Bill and Ted, and we talked about that in a previous episode, um, he's becoming very much in the lives of pretty much everyone at this point, not just a niche market for him. Yeah, um, but before we get actually into the Matrix and we're still on the Keanu, Keanu topic, did you see the um, the Twitter memes of uh, nice guy Keanu and his... Uh, his way he treats women. Have you? Did you see those ones? Oh, with the um, floating hand. Yes, the hover hands. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, he's, no, I did. He's, he's the internet's gem. But in fairness, you know, if I was meeting so many people, have my arms around so many people, given how many people he must meet, you don't want to touch them all. No, you just get sick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I can't remember who it was now, but um, they won't shake the hands of fans. They'll fist bump. Yeah, I've heard that a few times. Um, as well. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. So yeah, perhaps it's a more keanu version of the fist bump um, when he's having a photo with a female lady as opposed to the non-female ladies. Okay, so I'm wondering, because not a lot of information has come out. Um, We don't know what it's going to be about. And I'm presuming this will be a continuation from the previous movies and not a reboot, um, which wouldn't make sense. Um, But... Is this going to continue on in a way that fans have been wanting or do you think it's more likely we're going to have a Revolutions style movie where people are like, what? <laughs> I I definitely think it's going to end up with a little bit of a what answer <laughs> to it. Um, but to be honest, they're really brave for making this because they're not going to be able to please anybody or possibly even the majority of people. Um, yeah. Matrix One was a fantastic movie. Brilliant. Um, I, in fact, I only just finished rewatching them all the other day, um, and yeah, the first Matrix is a masterpiece. It is. I mean, it's heavily based um, and sort of inspired by a lot of other things that, if you've seen, you can you can definitely see them in the movie. Um, but uh, it was still a, like just a fantastic movie when it came out. The next two, you got a little bit iffy. Um, you know, there's always the stories like a lot of stuff was cut out that would have made a lot more sense and yeah. and this and that, um, which you know, there's always an excuse for it. Of course. Um, but yeah, I just I, I can't imagine that everybody's going to be pleased with uh, just sort of yeah how it's going to turn out just from how la- the last two have sort of treated everybody and how long it's been since the last two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, people really only complained about the the movie. What I, what I mean by that is they didn't complain about the characters or Keanu or anything like that in there, they seem to appreciate all that. It was just more about trying to understand what was going on. Yes. Um, and the anticlimactic nature of the ending, uh, I think disappointed a lot of people from what I can yeah. remember. I mean, it's going back a little while now. It, it's going back a long time, so it's a bit hard to remember. But, um, yeah, and it was also, yeah, trying to just make sense of it. So Trinity's back as well. Um, so... Not sure what the future holds for Neo and Trinity. I mean, I presumably they've gone on freeing people from the Matrix as before. I wonder if it's going to be 
a down to earth, well, down in earth story um, about how they're struggling to survive with overpopulation in uh, Zion. And <laughs> that would be a really boring movie. Um, but yeah, I'm just wondering the, the what the way they combat it is by uh, designing these pods that they can plug people into. <laughs> That's right. So, but you know, only the elderly and very young um, yes. marginalize them in their society as they do in modern society. Uh, anyway, this is not meant to be political. So stop it. Stop it, John. Um, so yeah, I mean, I presume the conflict between the machines and the humans reignites um, somehow. So it'd be interesting to see how the status quo changes. Your thoughts on that, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's so hard to speculate on this just because we have so little information on it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can sort of guess is that if there's any sort of conflict between man and machine, uh, it's probably going to be caused by Elon Musk. So we might as well just blame him now. Well, that's right. He might make um, a cameo appearance um, or perhaps Skynet uh, will make an appearance. <laughs> Skynet is, um, you know, a piece of software that is accidentally downloaded into the Matrix and corrupts everything and then... Even inside the Matrix, it's a hell, hell hole. That, uh, that is a crossover for the ages, for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, it probably wouldn't be beyond Cameron to be able to organise that. Anyway, um, there is a new Terminator coming out, and I wasn't going to discuss this. It just seemed to naturally flow. So sorry for catching you off guard. I'm not sure if you've seen the latest trailer for that. I haven't seen the trailer, no. I've um, I've heard a little bit about it, um, and I've seen a few uh, sort of screen grabs of uh, Grandpa Terminator. <laughs> Oh, I'll never get sick of seeing him on screen. As old and wrinkly and terrible as he'll become with age, well, I guess you can't really say that, but he matures, maybe like a fine wine. But for the Terminator role, it's a bit bizarre seeing him so old. Um, but he's still bloody strong. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about this, but that was pretty good. I enjoyed that trailer as well. There's been so much coming out, Matt. Yeah, it's uh, we're, we're really sort of... Um inundated with the just the sheer choice of things that we've got to, to see coming out. It's, it's really hard. I, I wish they'd think more about us and how hard this makes our job. I wish they'd stretch it out, because mainly because every time I get an opportunity to go see a movie, there's stuff all on, and when, you know, there's no breaks, because I have a small kid, as you know, um, when we can't get babysitters and stuff like that, there's about 15 awesome movies out, and yeah, exactly. we can't see one of them. Um, and, yeah, so... That's just life, I guess. But yeah, back to the Matrix. Obviously, we can't really speculate as to what is going to happen. I um, just hope that they take some steps to make it a bit more of an awesome, I presume, conclusion at this point. I presume it's just the one more movie. Well, you never know. If it goes well, they might uh, start a whole new trilogy. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't say that. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> um, but big news, and we have kept this for last because, well... What show doesn't want to end on a downer? Um, you may have heard already <laughs> that Spider-Man has been slapped by a newspaper and unceremoniously tumbled into the bin of the MCU. Sony has pulled the plug. Yeah, they've um, they've given him the boot, um, which you know is usually bad for spiders to begin with, but uh, <laughs> it's particularly bad. bad for Spider-Man in this case. Yes. Yeah, and um, that boot is very big because it's been worn by Ant-Man when he's giant. Um, so it's ultra devastating. But um, I just want to know, they tell us they love us. These studios, they say we love you, we love the fans. Why do they hurt us? This is an abusive relationship. Because they love us. 
but they love their billions of dollars more, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a pretty strong motivator. Millions and billions of dollars is uh, pretty tempting. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously very disappointed that Sony and uh, Marvel could not reach an agreement um, because I'm, I'm worried that we have, I think, one of the, the best Spider-Men currently. Yeah, Tom Holland uh, does an absolutely awesome job as Spider-Man, um, sort of just out of that geeky teenager uh, phase, uh, but, mm. uh, you know, also trying hard to be the superhero that uh, he needs to be. Yeah, and even though he's aged about 15 years since he's um, started, well, it looks like it anyway, because he was so young and boyish, and now he's less young and boyish, but um, it made me laugh every time you mentioned that he's a high school student, a high school kid in the last Spider-Man movie made me giggle because I'm like, you don't look like one. Um, but I'm just worried that now he'll suck. Yeah. And it's one of those things like um, they were talking about having like sort of all the spider crossovers. So you got had the Venom movie and they were talking about doing all these other ones. Um, they were never going to end up in the MCU. Um, it was only ever going to be Spider-Man in the MCU, but uh yeah, it's it's one of those things now. It's like, you know, it it could be good, the fact that we could now have Spider-Man doing more of those crossovers. I mean, like uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one, was fantastic. Cause oh, that was so many, yeah. So many different Spider-Men uh, in the one movie. So, you know, we could possibly see something like that coming from Sony. Um, but the question <laughs> is whether Tom Holland would be doing that because he's pretty adamant that he's not giving up his uh, seat in the MCU uh, even if Sony took back Spider-Man. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen there? Well, only time will tell. But, um, yeah, I'm just wondering what, what are they going to do in regards to the MCU? How are they? Because he's been such a big part. And in the latest, Spider-Man is kind of like Tony Stark's replacement. So now the MCU has lost Tony Stark. Oh, by the way, spoilers, but who cares? <laughs> If you want to know our opinion on spoilers, you better listen to the last episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, watch uh, the last one. Yeah, yeah. Go into that in depth. Watch, yes. Watch the audio podcast. Yes. <laughs> you can watch the waveforms. They're, they're very uh, very pretty waveforms. Yes, pretty waveforms. The little waveforms. Beep, beep, beep. Anyway, that's a Star Trek reference. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, how would they refer to him? Or will they just kind of drop him out of the script like he never existed in the first place? Yeah, are they going to write him out somehow? Yeah, where um, they say, the... oh, he died of a broken heart, like Padme, or? <laughs> <laughs> that could oh, be one way ouch. of doing it. <laughs> ouch. Yeah, um, I, I was interested in that because, you know, the, the practicality behind it, because he they did make him such a big part in the end. Yeah, they the were MCU. essentially grooming him to run the new Avengers, which was going to be sort of uh, phase four, which was going to be all the all the, the younger generation coming mm. up. So you've got um, um, what was it, Katie, Katie Bishop, um, and uh, you know all, all the younger ones coming up, uh, and they were sort of seeming like they were grooming Spider Man to run that. Yeah, and look, I'm devastated to be honest, um, because of the possibilities have shrunk because under the Sony MCU agreement. Obviously, there was nothing stopping Sony from putting out a good movie, um, but also having Apart the possibility from directors and writers. Well, you know that that has happened with a lot of big studios recently. So let's not talk about that. But um, you know, now you're limiting it to only the Sony franchises or the Sony franchise of Spider-Man, which is incredibly sad. Mm. Uh, if you are like us um, and you 
want to keep up to date on whether Spider-Man is back in the MCU, there's a handy website that's been created by a fan oh, yeah. um, called is Spider-Man back in the MCU yet.com. <laughs> uh, and if you go to this website, it will handily tell you whether he is back in the MCU or not. <laughs> and sorry for everyone's um, eardrums. I did just peek the uh, unit out there with my last, but that caught me off guard. Um, yeah. Well, that's uh, certainly one to add to the favorites, I think. Even, exactly. Yeah. Book, bookmark that. Check it daily, twice a day. Well, I'm um, thinking so. that every time you open a new tab, it should pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Put it as your homepage. Why not? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all the time we have, uh, mainly because um, it's getting late and it's near my bedtime. So, Matt, I'm going to say goodbye to you and to you listening. Yes, uh, thank you very much uh, for this. And again, sorry to the audience if the audio is a little bit off this week uh, as we are having a long-distance relationship. Yes, and it is difficult, like they all say it is. Um, but otherwise, we should be back to full strength with any luck uh, next month. Um, you've been listening to Good News Geek. <laughs>